This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, welcome back to the show. This is Mike Smith in for Simi today. Let me tell you about one of the things that concerns me as a parent of a couple of teenage boys at home. When I walk by my son's high school quite often, I see a lot of kids vaping. I see a lot of kids with Juul and those other vaping e-cigarettes here. Really bugs me, man. I'm telling you, I lay the law down with my boys. I don't want to see you doing this vaping. And I know some of their friends are vaping. You know, they tell me, oh, don't worry, Dad, we're not going to be doing any vaping. I say, good. I don't want to see my kids getting hooked on these e-cigarettes, these vapes. And now I, I understand the argument that it's safer than tobacco smoking. Like, I, I buy that. I, I'm, I'm convinced of that, that it's safer than tobacco. But I kind of see vaping more valuable as a smoking cessation product. You know, like sometimes I wish I could go in a, like a time machine and go back to when my mom and dad were alive and get them to switch to like an e-cigarette because they were both killed by tobacco. My dad died of lung cancer and my mom died of a brutal stroke. They were both heavy smokers. So this is why I drive it into my kids all the time. Do not go anywhere near cigarettes and I don't want to see them vaping either. Check this out now. How safe is this vaping? Now, this is really interesting. In Illinois, the State Department of Health has just announced that a resident there died after suffering severe respiratory illness from vaping. So there's people who say vaping is safe. The state government down there is saying somebody died from vaping. What about the restrictions and the regulations around these products in Canada? Let's talk about that now. This has got an interesting perspective. My next guest, Jeff Gallin, he is the head of external affairs for Rothman's Benson and Hedges. Big tobacco in the house. Jeff, thanks for coming on. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Um, Give me your take on uh, on vaping. Like I know a lot of big tobacco companies. Haven't they moved into vaping products? A lot have around the world, and in fact, you know, the advances in science and technology have shown that we can create better alternatives today for for smokers. And we want to be crystal clear that the best alternative for anyone is never to smoke, never to vape, don't pick up anything. And so if you don't smoke or don't vape, don't start. And if the best, the next best thing is if you do is to quit entirely. But there's, there are millions of Canadians today who smoke, who may not quit and you know for them i think there's a responsibility to provide a better alternative and and vaping or heating tobacco and other alternatives can do that but we've got to balance that that approach to harm reduction for current smokers with an absolutely vigilant program to stop the next generation from ever using any nicotine devices Okay, so this is a big debate in our country now about how we should regulate these e-cigarettes. What is the take of your company, Rothman's, Benson & Hedges? What do you guys say should be done around regulating vapes, vaping? Well, well, we actually support government to, to crack down and put some standards and some tougher regulations around the marketplace because it's been a little bit of the Wild West in Canada for the, the last couple of years. You know, these products were just legalized, really, um, in the last two years. 
But there's such a variety of, of standards, of ingredients, of warning labels. And I think the government and Health Canada in particular is going to be coming down with some good common sense regulations that'll say, let's keep these out of the hands of never smokers. Let's keep these out of the hands of youth. But let's find a balance to make them more accessible for adults who can switch off cigarettes and move to something that's less yeah. harmful if they're not going to quit. Yeah, I mean, I so, think that's... You know, the- we're, we're, we're totally supportive of regulation that, that clamps down on promotion and retail that, you know, puts warning labels on these because these are products that contain nicotine, and nicotine that's is right. addictive. That's right. I mean, a lot of the juice that you inhale out of these vape cigarettes are do contain nicotine. Now, obviously, that's safer than smoking tobacco but you're still i mean it's still addictive right i mean you still get, you can still get addicted to nicotine from vaping yeah and i think it you know it would certainly not be responsible for anyone to say that these products are safe these products are less harmful than cigarettes no right, doubt right right but they can can they contain nicotine nicotine is addictive and nicotine has an impact on people's health so that needs to be made crystal clear and and there's no standards when you look at what actually goes into the liquid you know, or, or any alternative. And that's one of the things we've seen coming out of the United States. The U.S. Center for Disease Control can't even say with people that have had, you know, lung impacts or seizures or other things because it, it's, for the most part, completely unregulated. So Health Canada is looking at some of the things like warning labels that we would be supportive of lists of ingredients, of concentration of nicotine levels to keep them below a certain threshold. And we think those are responsible measures. Okay, does Rothman's, Benson, Hedges, do you guys make any vaping products or do you make nicotine juice that goes into e-cigarettes? Not in Canada. We do have a, we do have a vaping product right now uh, that's in development. We have it in the United Kingdom, and it may come to Canada. But one of the things when we would want to see it come to Canada is that it's made clear for people that these products are not for kids, not for uh, never smokers, that it contains nicotine, which is addictive, But we also think something else that we can't lose sight of the big picture is this is a better alternative to cigarettes. So we certainly have to put a clamp down and keep it out of the hands of youth and new users. But we also have to give a better alternative to smokers. Well, it sounds like, I don't know, I mean, it sounds like on the one hand, you're very critical of of vaping and the dangers of it. On the other hand, you you guys are in the vaping business. So well, well, we will be. I mean, and what we offer right now, a product that is really not appealing to never smokers and not appealing to youth, is a heated tobacco product, and it's a product that is at a price point, at a technology, and at a flavor that doesn't appeal to anyone who's not a smoker. And that's what we want to do. We're not, like I said, we're not looking at the next generation. We're looking at helping today smokers who aren't going to quit to find a better alternative. And we think heating tobacco is that one. But recognize vaping might be a better choice for some right. people. Okay, there's obviously severe restrictions around tobacco, the packaging, the marketing, the advertising around it, and, and all that. How does that compare to the restrictions around vaping? Is, is there, are there, or is there any comparison at all? No, you know what? That's one of the big issues I think that should be the debate in Canada. Is as soon as you have tobacco, the restrictions are pretty severe. If it has nicotine and can be... Uh, you know the promotions can be through the roof right now. Can you? Add, so can they advertise? Playing field. You you guys are not allowed to advertise, right? Tobacco. That's right. No. Can you? We, can you? Adver- a, can, can they advertise vaping? They can. Right down yeah, downtown yeah. Toronto, there are billboards uh, for vapes that everybody can see. 
If you had the same product that reduced the chemicals, that reduced the ash, that reduced the smoking, and that reduced sort of the toxicity of nicotine, but you have tobacco in that product, you can't, you can't tell anyone about it. You can't advertise. So, you know, really, if we want to reduce the harm for the population as a whole, we have to look at what's the outcome and what's the best balance here. And well, so think- it, re- it really should be about what, what risk exposure do you have? Well, do you think it should be the same restrictions as tobacco? I mean, right now, you know, what are the major restrictions on tobacco? I mean, you got obviously the warning labels that, that can be very large graphic warning labels on a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. You can't display cigarettes in a store. They got to be kind of hidden away. No advertising. What are some of the other major restrictions on tobacco? And do you think they should be the same for vaping? Well, I, I think really what we should look at is what's the impact of somebody's health? And are those rules the same and consistent regardless of what the ingredients are what's the impact to a human human life and i think one of the things that is really missing in canada today are rules that allow you to compare different products so whether it's a vaping product or a heated tobacco product how does that compare to a cigarette we all know it compares uh worse to never smoking but how does this you know how does this vape product or how does this heated tobacco product compare to your average pack of cigarettes okay, well so somebody can make an informed choice on that but okay. I mean, people should know that it you know it's it's not safe it is addictive that's well, okay i know i know whether it, it's vaping or tobacco i know what vaping is what's a heated tobacco product what's that well for example we've developed uh, a product that's got 10 million users around the world that almost looks like a cigarette you insert a little bit of tobacco into an electronic device and instead of lighting a match or a lighter to burn it and release the flavor and to release the nicotine, this heats it up. So there's no burning, there's no ash, there's no smoke, there's no secondhand smoke. In fact, the, the well, US... Isn't that, like a, isn't that like a vaporizer? It, it Basically, if you want to think of it in simple terms, it's a vaporizer of tobacco. Yeah, because so I mean, some people... It's nicotine, it's, it's a, you know, it's plant-based nicotine, it's a leaf. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, some people smoke marijuana th- through that type of thing, like with a vaporizer. Is that are those? Is that illegal for tobacco? No, it's legal in Canada. Oh, it's oh. just been approved for sale in the United States, and it's one of those things where, again, it reduces the chemical exposure for the consumer. Okay. So, bo- so, bottom line, it for me here. What do you guys want to see? You want you want to see like tighter restrictions around vaping? Is that is that what you're looking for? Yeah, I think something that warns. Uh, consumers about the risks that they're taking that tells them about their alternatives and that keeps it out of the hands and not appealing to youth is essential. So that's tougher restrictions on uh, warning labels, on restrictions on uh, ingredients, on nicotine levels, and how this product is promoted. But one thing that we can't lose sight of is we for today's smokers, we've got to let them know there are better choices because otherwise okay. we're just telling people to stay on cigarettes. Okay, how about no advertising for vaping and no display of vaping products in the store? they got to be hidden away like cigarettes. Would you support that? You know what? I think if, if we did that and we still let adult smokers know that those are products available on the marketplace so that they don't just come in and buy their favorite brand of cigarettes, you know, let's talk about that. I think that could be reasonable. Okay, what about, okay, let's go to the other extreme. Like maybe we should just say these products, vaping products are banned except as a smoking cessation device. So you got to go get a prescription from a doctor. What do you think of that? Well, well I don't, we've got to be clear. These things are not cessation devices. 
cessation is quitting entirely. If these are harm reduction devices, which I believe that they are, they're better alternatives to cigarettes for people who are still going to seek out nicotine, then we can certainly look at making them more accessible. But I don't think, you know, Uh, these are mm. medical devices that require a doctor's prescription. Okay, thanks for coming on. Mike, thanks for having me. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Jeff Golin, he is big tobacco. He's uh, external affairs. Rothman's, Benson, and Hedges saying they want to see, I guess in some ways looking for a level playing field or whatever against uh, vaping. Although you heard him say they're going into the vaping business themselves. So I guess they're saying basically we want you to regulate us. Uh, okay, here's what I want to do. I open the phone lines. You tell me what you think about what you just heard there. I mean, you got Big Tobacco saying that there should be tighter regulations on vaping. All right. Now, a lot of people will say vaping is safer than smoking tobacco. And I think that's obviously true. But what kind of rules and regulations should we have around these vaping products? Right now, it's kind of Wild West.